This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. A'udhu billahi rajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim High Excellence presents Jewels from the Holy Quran A series of lectures by Mufti Ismail Ibn Musa Mink Lecture 18, Jews 22. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, in the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and complete blessings and salutations be upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we praise Him for having guided us to this deen. Had it not been for His guidance, we would have truly been misguided. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us all and guide our offspring and keep us all on deen and our progeny up to the day of Qiyamah. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the best death. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also to accept all the fasts that we have been keeping and all the standing in the salah that we have been engaged in for definitely. This is solely through the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We recited the verses of Surah Al-Ahzab this evening. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the surah, after making mention of the battle of Ahzab that we spoke of last night, he addresses the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, instructing him to address his wives. And the lesson is for the women of the Muslim ummah and for all of us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يَا نِسَاءَ النَّبِيِّ مَنْ يَأْتِ مِنْكُنَّ بِفَاحِشَةٍ مُبَيِّنَةٍ يُضَاعَفْ لَهَا الْعَذَابُ ضِعْفَيْنِ وَكَانَ ذَلِكَ عَلَى اللَّهِ يَسِيرًا O wives of the Prophet وسلم, if you are to come with clear immorality and you have engaged in sin, then your sin shall be multiplied twice. And obviously they were never to engage in sin, and they were from amongst the cleanest of women. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressed them, and in fact instructed us to address them as Ummahatul Mu'mineen, as the Qur'an has instructed. They are the mothers of the believers, the mothers of all of us, and the role models for all the women of this Muslim Ummah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us understanding. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala immediately after that makes mention of those from amongst them who will fear Allah and those from amongst them who will do good deeds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks in that regard because moments before that He admonished anyone from amongst them who might engage in sin. And because that was not going to be the case, now He said, وَتَعْمَلْ صَالِحًا نُؤْتِهَا أَجْرَهَا مَرَّتَيْنِ وَأَعْتَدْنَا لَهَا رِزْقًا كَرِيمًا 
whomsoever from amongst you is going to be God conscious and is going to be for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala steadfast, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will multiply her reward twice. In the same way that there the sin was going to be multiplied twice, here the reward is going to be multiplied twice. And for this reason, sometimes you find the huffad, they don't stop exactly there, because the meaning continues. Like in this evening's recitation, they did not stop precisely, or the hafid did not stop exactly at the point of the end of the part. But rather they went into a few verses because they are connected in meaning. So it would be absurd for one to stop there and cut it and the following day you listen to the other half of the meaning. Rather continue, complete it and the following day go back to where it can be collected from and complete the meaning of the Qur'an. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the understanding. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after that addresses and instructs the wives of the, of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, وَقَرْنَ فِي بُيُوتِكُنَّ وَلَا تَبَرَّجْنَ تَبَرُّجَ الْجَاهِلِيَّةِ الْأُولَىٰ وَأَقِمْنَ الصَّلَاةَ وَآتِينَ الزَّكَاةَ وَأَطِعْنَ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهَ Allahu Akbar. Allah says, stay in your homes, O wives of the prophets, so no one can talk against you. No one can have any, anything to say about you. When a woman is found outside the house, more than inside the house, there is a chance that people can accuse her of being at that place and at this place. But when everyone knows she has stayed in the house, then the accusations cannot be leveled against her. May Allah protect us all. This was the instruction for the wives of the Prophet ﷺ. Our women, it's impossible for them to stay put at home. But the instruction there is for them also. As Rasulullah ﷺ says in another hadith, for all of us, وَلْيَسَعْكَ بَيْتُكَ let your house be broad for you. Find comfort in your house. Spend maximum time in your own home. If you want to leave, only leave for necessity. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant that to us as well. Sometimes men folk, we spend so much time outside the house that we are guilty of not allowing our children to get to know us properly. Allahu Akbar. It is happening. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all. So it is very important that we spend maximum time at home. If we want a najat and we want success, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Ibki ala khati'atik. Cry when it comes to your sin. Make sure that warm tears roll down your cheeks. Ya Allah, I have sinned. Ya Allah, forgive me. That's the first thing. The second thing, find your home broad for you. Meaning, stay at home as far as possible. And the third thing, control your tongue. Allahu Akbar. If, you if these three are handled in the correct manner, Allah says, inshallah, you will be saved from the torment of the fire of Jahannam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructs the wives of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam after saying that stay at home as far as possible. He says, وَلَا تَبَرَّجْنَ تَبَرُّجَ الْجَاهِلِيَّةِ الْأُولَىٰ now, if you have to come out for some reason, make sure that you are dressed appropriately. Make sure that you have covered properly. And make sure that you have not dressed to attract strange men. Or dressed in a manner that others will now look at you and be attracted to you. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warns the wives of the Prophet ﷺ, the lesson is for our women as well. If you have to come out, one of the verses of the, the evening's passage that we read, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya ayyuhan nabiyu qul li azwajika wa banatika wa nisa'il mu'minina yudnina alayhinna min jalabibihim. Thalika adna an yu'arafna fala yu'udhayn. 
O Prophet ﷺ, instruct your wives, instruct your daughters, and instruct the believing women that when they go out, they must cover themselves with the outer cloak, over and above the clothing they have inside. Allahu Akbar, an instruction. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for our women to obey this instruction. Remember, remember, it is a command of Allah. Here we heard the verse. Now we should not find ourselves tomorrow saying, you know what? The verse did not come to us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to question us. We can change here and now. When leaving the house, put on an outer cloak. It is not very difficult. Allahu Akbar. Let them dress with that outer garment, that outer cloak. Allahu Akbar kabira. What an instruction. And Allah says, That is better for them so that they are known as good Muslim women and inshallah they won't be harmed. Allahu Akbar. They are known as good Muslim women. They will not be harmed. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect our own families. And may He protect the Muslim women inshallah of the entire ummah. Remember these are instructions. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has instructed us and more than us he has instructed the wives of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam they and the sahabiyat the companions of the prophet who were women immediately obeyed let's ask ourselves don't we want to be companions of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam don't we want to be companions of his in the akhirah if that is the case then definitely if we obey his instructions in a similar manner, inshallah, we will find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make us companions of the Prophet in the akhirah. Ameen, inshallah. Do you know why we were not companions? Allah saw the hearts of all his creatures and he chose the best heart, that of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Then he chose the best hearts, the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Because when he instructed something, they surrendered immediately. Those were the hearts. If, if we were told something like the verses we have read tonight, do our hearts surrender immediately? If that's the case, we deserve companionship in the akhirah. But if our hearts do not, and we feel, no, you know what, this verse has come, but now I, I don't know, I don't know about it. Maybe there's another interpretation to it, I'll go and ask somebody else. Allahu Akbar. If that's the case, then we are from amongst those who have a doubt when the instruction comes. That is why we were not chosen as companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Because it would have been too dear a loss, too big a loss. Too big a loss. If we were instructed something and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam says, do not eat interest. And then we scratched our heads and said, look, I'll think about it. I'll let you know tomorrow. This is the problem and this is where we flop and fail. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all understanding. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really and truly make us from amongst those who can surrender immediately inshallah. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, do not dress in a way that you will attract others. And Allah says, establish your salah. Aqimna salah. Wa atina zakah. Give out your charities and alms to the poor. Follow Allah and follow His Messenger. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues to instruct the wives of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, وَذْكُرْنَ مَا يُتْلَى فِي بُيُوتِكُنَّ مِنْ آيَاتِ اللَّهِ وَالْحِكْمَةِ Continue revising the verses that are recited in your presence. Meaning, continue revising the Qur'an and continue learning the hikmah, the wisdom. What is meant by the wisdom in this verse? 
the words and the blessed words of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam referred to as the hikmah. Here, we know it as the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the ability to follow the Quran and the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, which is taught to us by the ulama. And may Allah grant us the ability to respect the ulama in the verses we read tonight. Allah says, إِنَّمَا يَخْشَ اللَّهَ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ الْعُلَمَاءِ Definitely those who have the true consciousness and fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are the ulama. Why? Because they know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala much more, many of His qualities, His names and all His attributes and so on, and you are aware of much more, then definitely you can fear Him and be more conscious of Him than a person who doesn't really know much about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all an understanding. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in that same surah Al-Ahzab, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the believing males and females. Moments ago, didn't we say that when the instruction comes, we must surrender? Allah says, وَمَا كَانَ وَلَا مُؤْمِنَةٍ إِذَا قَضَى اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَمْرًا أَن يَكُونَ لَهُمُ الْخِيَرَةُ مِنْ أَمْرِهِمْ it is not for a believing male or a believing female that when Allah and His Messenger have decided and decreed and instructed something that they think they have a choice in that regard. No ways. They don't have a choice in that regard unless their iman is weak or it is not even there. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all. It's important to know that when we claim that we believe in Allah, we need to follow His instructions. Yes, if we have faulted due to human error and human nature, we must turn in tawbah, acknowledging that we are wrong, but not justifying our sin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all happiness inshallah, and may He make us from amongst those who can be content by following all His commands. And wherever we have faulted out of our weakness, may He make us from amongst those who constantly repent to Him, as was taught by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to say, look, he was a messenger and he was the final messenger. Allah says, مَا كَانَ مُحَمَّدٌ أَبَا أَحَدٍ مِّن رِّجَالِكُمْ وَلَكِنْ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ وَخَاتَمَ النَّبِيِّينَ Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was not a father of one of your adult men. All his boys and sons died at infancy. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us understanding. He was not the father of one of your men so that later on you could have thought that maybe he was building an empire for his sons and his children. No ways. So he was not that. All he was, was a messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the seal of prophets, the final prophet. And for this reason... Anyone who does not believe that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was the final messenger is not a Muslim and cannot call themselves Muslimin. Such as the Ahmadis and the Qadianis, they are outside the fold of Islam, they are not Muslimin. They are not allowed to eat our food and they are not allowed to marry our women either. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us understanding. Nor are we allowed to eat their food or marry their women. The Ahmadis and the Qadianis because they believe that Muhammad was not the last messenger. After him was someone called Mirza Ghulam Ahmad who was born in India in the 40s. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all. It is something we need to know. This is the verse that tells us he is the final prophet. Yes, what do they do with this verse? They misinterpret it. 
and they confuse and con. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Not one of the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam understood this verse in any other way than the way we've just translated it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us understanding. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about why He sent the messenger. Ya ayyuhan nabiyu, O messenger, inna arsalnaka shahida. We have sent you as a witness for them and against them. You will be a witness for your ummah and against those who did not obey the instruction that you delivered the goods. And we have sent you as a bearer of good news and a holder of a warning for those who disobey. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we have sent you to call them through our goodness by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala towards what is good. Allahu Akbar, da'iyan ilallahi bi'ithni, calling towards Allah by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we have sent you as a torch bearer, the shining light, the shining star, so that people can be guided through your message. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from amongst the true followers of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We hear the verses, إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا I'm sure we all know the meaning of that. اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وأنعم على عبدك ورسولك محمد أفضل الخلق وأكرم الرسل May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's blessings and salutations be upon the best of creation. My dear listeners, let me inform you that those who claim to be the followers of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but when the instructions come to them, they then dwindle and they find themselves far away from that instruction, that is hypocrisy. May Allah not make us from amongst those. We need to understand these instructions like the instruction of the dress code of the women. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant our women folk the power to dress correctly. Remember, if you find a Muslim woman dressed in a miniskirt, do not swear her, rather guide her, ask her, try and convince her to come across and to dress slightly better. She is still a Muslim woman, she has a weakness, you might have another weakness. Her weakness, because of her repentance, Allah might forgive her. Your weakness, who knows Allah might not forgive you or me. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not do that to us. So if she has moved from a miniskirt to a jeans, she has achieved so much. So much. That is a huge step in the right direction. Alhamdulillahi ala dhalik. Still, she has not got to what is known as the bare minimum in the sharia. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then grant our women folk the ability to cover their hair. Do you know that all the women folk whose hair is left loose, the hair is cursing them and telling them, please cover me, please don't leave me naked. I beg you, do not disgrace me on the day of Qiyamah. And yet, the women folk don't hear that sound of the hair. They feel our hair is beautiful, mashallah. We've used the latest shampoos and the dryers and we want to show everyone that it is flowing in the wind. And we don't realize the hair is cursing us until we cover it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant our women folk really the strength to understand this command in the surah. 
Allahu Akbar. Once they have put a scarf on their heads, inshallah, they've now come to the bare minimum that is the requirement of the sharia. And remember, there is always room for improvement. Then we can put on the cloak. I'm talking obviously on behalf of the women folk here. Put on the cloak as we come out of the house. And thereafter, the type of material we use can be slightly thicker. And thereafter, if Allah grants us the acceptance, we can possibly lower the scarf a little bit. And thereafter, we lower our gaze as well. We watch the manner in which we speak. We use carefully selected words. We do not utter words aloud so that we make a disgrace of ourselves and our family members. And what we also need to understand is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has instructed us how to walk, as we mentioned a few days ago. We should not walk in a manner that we attract other people. And then after that we should understand that we have become respectful if Allah has granted us the power thereafter of even covering the face. It is also one of the levels we can get to. And thereafter, after covering the face, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really and truly make us not from amongst those who feel that now we are better than others. Because the minute you think you are better than others, no matter where you have arrived at, you become worse than them just by that thought. Just by that thought. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taught us annasu sawasiya ka asnanil misht. People are equal like the teeth of a comb. If you have one tooth missing or one tooth a little bit higher than the others, you won't comb your hair. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us all feel that in fact we are worse than the others. They might be better than us. They might have secret deeds that they are engaged in that we don't know. So this is something Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us. Thereafter, He speaks about qiyamah and He reminds us that we are all going to die. The people are asking you, O oh Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, about the hour. They are asking you, when is it going to be? قُلْ إِنَّمَا عِلْمُهَا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ وَمَا يُدْرِيكَ لَعَلَّ السَّاعَةَ تَكُونُ قَرِيبًا Tell them, Allahu Akbar, that the knowledge of the hour is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But how do you know that hour might just be very, very close? Allahu Akbar. It might be now. It might be as soon as the next minute. Remember there are two qiyamat. Two qiyamah. The first is al-qiyamatu sughra. Man mata qamat qiyamatuhu. Whoever passes away, it is his own qiyamah. A small qiyamah. And then there is that qiyamah that is to come. The major qiyamah that we all hear about and we've read verses about where the trumpet shall be blown, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about that as well. But the knowledge of that is solely with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One might ask, how do we prepare for that hour? The answer is in the next few verses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu attaqullaha wa koolu qawlan sadeeda. يُصْلِحْ لَكُمْ أَعْمَالَكُمْ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَمَنْ يُطِعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظِيمًا Allahu Akbar O you who believe be conscious of your Creator and do not utter any words besides those words that are upright utter the truth stand up for justice don't stand up for that which is wrong don't lie don't deceive don't cheat Utter words that will let others smile so long as they are words of goodness and truth. And make sure that you've used your tongue in the correct way. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, if you use your tongue in the correct way, He will make good for you your deeds. He will make them acceptable. Do you know that one of the best believers are those or is the one whose character and conduct is the best? The best from amongst you is the one whose character and conduct is the best. 
May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really mend our character and conduct. So we need to be good with one another, smile with one another. Allah says, He will make our deeds acceptable and He will forgive our sins. Whoever follows Allah and His Messenger, Allah says, has definitely succeeded the great success. What is the great success? It is that success on the day of Qiyamah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really grant us that success. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commences the next surah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in Surah Saba. Saba, it is said, is Sheba in the English language, a place in Yemen. A place in Yemen. A long time ago, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had granted the people of Saba lots of crop and beautiful gardens and so many things. There was nothing they were short of. كُلُوا مِنْ رِزْقِ رَبِّكُمْ وَاشْكُرُوا لَهُ بَلْدَةٌ طَيِّبَةٌ وَرَبٌّ غَفُورٌ There is definitely a sign in the people of Sheba and in their houses and their dwellings and their gardens. Allah says, there is a sign for those who have intellect for all of us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, they were granted gardens on their right, gardens on their left. And they were told, eat from what Allah has provided you. Enjoy yourselves and be grateful. And Allah says, they were ungrateful. So what did we do? Allah says, we converted the crop into crop which they could not eat. It became bitter. And we transformed those beautiful gardens into evil places which had nothing meaningful and beneficial for them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ذَلِكَ جَزَيْنَاهُمْ بِمَا كَفَرُوا وَهَلْ that is the recompense that we gave them because of their ingratitude, because they were ungrateful. And that is the way we shall treat everyone who is ungrateful. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us all grateful. Remember when Allah has given us something, part of being grateful to Him is to, to utilize that thing in a way that will please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted you a motor vehicle, don't go to places that are haram, because that is ingratitude. If Allah has given you a, a, a cell phone, don't use it in a haram manner. That is ingratitude. If Allah has granted you a house, don't bring in it those who are not supposed to be there because that is ingratitude. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you wealth, don't buy with it that which will earn the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because that is ingratitude. When Allah gives us health and legs and shoes, we must not use that health and those legs and those shoes to go to places that will earn the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is what ingratitude is all about. May Allah make us from amongst those who are grateful in every single way. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the same surah, uh, in fact, let's move on to the next surah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed a verse known as Surah Fatir. The surah where the Creator is made mention of. Alhamdulillahi Fatiris Samawati Wal Ard. Praise be to Allah, the Creator, created from nothing. The earth, the skies, and the earth. Allahu Akbar. So Allah's greatness is mentioned here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the surah that definitely shaitan is your enemy. Shaitan is your outright enemy, so regard him an enemy. Consider him an enemy. Make sure that you take him as an enemy. Don't befriend the devil. Shaitan is your outright enemy, so regard him as your enemy. Do not befriend those who are devils. Remember there are two types of shayateen that are mentioned in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, 
There are devils in the form of human beings. Some of your friends might be devils. Some of my friends might be devils. It's a possibility. Allah speaks about them in the Quran. Some of the people we know can be devils. And Allah speaks about them before He speaks about the devils of jinn. He speaks about the devils of man. Why? Because they are worse. They come to you with a sweet face trying to con you. And they deceive you. They come to you with hiding behind the beauty that Allah has given them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from the devils of man. Remember they are mentioned many places in the Quran. Even the last surah, Allah ends the whole Quran warning us about those devils of man. Min al-jinnati nas The last word is the devils from amongst man. May Allah protect us from them. That's how the Quran ends. So the same applies here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is warning us to say, look, there are devils from man and the second type, the devils from jinn. The devils from jinn, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from every single time. But we need to become more conscious of the friendship we have. The friends, the company we keep, the partners we have. Make sure they are good people so that we can all together earn the mercy of Allah, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about how we should not be deceived. We should not be deceived by this dunya. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhan nasu inna wa'dallahi haqqa. O people, all people must know this. The promise of Allah regarding the hour is definitely the truth. And regarding death is definitely the truth. فَلَا تَغُرَّنَّكُمُ الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا وَلَا يَغُرَّنَّكُمْ بِاللَّهِ الْغَرُورِ Don't let the dunya deceive you. And don't let shaitan deceive you. And that is when Allah makes mention of the fact that shaitan is our outright enemy. Thereafter there are some very very interesting verses. And we need a little bit of concentration to understand what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us. Allah speaks about how He has created us. And He says, I have created you in pairs. Let's listen. Allah says, وَاللَّهُ خَلَقَكُمْ مِن تُرَابٍ ثُمَّ مِن نُطْفَةٍ ثُمَّ جَعَلَكُمْ أَزْوَاجًا Allah says, we created you from soil, then from the semen seed, and then we have made you into pairs. We created you doubles, pairs, male and female. And in another verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of how He has created everything in pairs. For everything we have created pairs, positive and negative. In fact, not only the creatures that we think are creatures with souls, even the elements around us. Take a look at electricity. It comes with live and neutral. We need both. Take a look at the electrons and the neutrons. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created both. We need two. Take a look at the other creatures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When it comes to hot, there is cold. When it comes to high, there is low. When it comes to right, there is left. Everything is created in pairs. Absolutely everything. We don't have time to go into it, but think about it, you will see. Then Allah speaks about how even the oceans, the oceans are also created in pairs. Now, how are the oceans created in pairs? You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا يَسْتَوِي الْبَحْرَانِ The two oceans are not the same. But, the ocean is only called an ocean because there is another ocean holding it up. Imagine if one ocean suddenly disappeared. What would happen to the other one? It would also collapse, gone. And Allah mentions this after He speaks about husband and wife. He says the two oceans are not the same. فرات سائر شرابه وهذا ملح أجاج. 
this side you will find water that is sweet, you can drink it. And that side it will be salty. And there is a line in the middle. I'm sure we've seen it here. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about that. But the oceans cannot be called oceans unless they are together, holding each other up. The same applies. A husband is not a husband unless he has a wife. And a wife can never be called a wife unless she has a husband. Otherwise, she's an ordinary lady. And the two are totally different. One might have a salty attitude and the other one might have a sweet attitude. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, you need to hold each other up. Look at these two oceans, how they are. That is how you need to be. So Allah did not mention this verse after speaking about how He created us in pairs. Coincidentally, there is a lesson in the oceans. Listen to what Allah says. He continues to say, وَمِن كُلٍ تَأْكُلُونَ لَحْمًا طَرِيًّا Though they are both different, from either side, if you fish, you're going to catch fish. Allahu Akbar. So husband and wife are absolutely different. But if you want goodness, you're going to get it from both sides. And if you are ready to make an extra effort and to dive into the oceans, what do you get? Listen to what Allah says. If you want to dive inside, you're going to come out with pearls from underneath. And, and those pearls will beautify you. Allahu Akbar, you'll wear them. So if you have a little bit of patience with your spouse, and you are ready to dig the jewels that your spouse has, inshallah you will find pearls that this person is worth. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring us together in happiness. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues to say, وَتَرَى الْفُلْكَ فِيهِ مَوَاخِرَ لِتَبْتَغُوا مِن فَضْلِهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about how when you see the ship, the ship crosses. When the ship crosses, does it notice that now we've crossed from one ocean to the other? What do we learn from that? Even if there is turbulence between husband and wife, the one who is onlooking, meaning the onlooker must not be able to tell that there is turbulence here. You clean your linen behind closed doors. Remember that. Anyone who's passing by must never be able to tell that these two are absolutely different. Allahu Akbar. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us understanding. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the ability to live together in happiness. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us another example. Beautiful, still connected. Allah speaks about how the night is connected to the day and the day is connected to the night. Those are also created too. When the night is long, what happens to the day? It becomes short. And when the day is long, what happens to the night? It becomes short. So when the husband has some shortfall and shortcomings, the wife should cover up. And when the wife has some shortfall and shortcoming, the husband should cover up. This is how we should operate. If the night and the day can operate in that way, with our brains, Allah has created us saying, Allah gave us the best of postures, the best brain, the best mind, so much intellect, we don't understand that much. Allahu Akbar. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us happiness. Look at how beautifully Allah speaks about the other creation and shows us that in your marriages, sit and watch the others. Do you know that if we sit and watch animals, we will be happier in our own marriages? Allahu Akbar. Wallahi, if you take a look at how the males of the animals protect their females, you will be shocked. They will even die for them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from amongst those whom at least we can kill flies for our own spouse. <laughs> Many a time we hear them saying, he can't even kill a fly, Allahu Akbar. That's the reason why I mentioned it this evening. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us understanding. Nowadays it's quite easy. Just a little spray and everything is sorted out. 
So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of that here. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us towards the end of that surah. Very, very important verse. Ya ayyuhan nasu antumul fuqara'u ilallah. Wallahu huwa alghaniyul hamid. Oh people, you are in complete need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and He is in complete independence from you and of you. He does not need you at all and you need Him completely. So understand that, O oh people. Allahu Akbar. And he continues to say, if he wills, he can destroy you and replace you with a different creation that is not difficult for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah make us from amongst those who understand his greatness. May he make us realize our complete dependency on him. And may he make us fulfill his commands. We've heard quite a few commands this evening. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us all and guide us. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad. Subhanallahi wa bihamdihi subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk.